You're listening to the Physics Ed Podcast. For hundreds of ideas, free experiments and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. And now, here's your host, Ben Newsom. Yes, welcome again to another Phys Ed Podcast. Hey, glad to have you again for another chat around science and STEM and all that sort of thing. And I can tell you what, today is an interesting chat because it's not just about science and STEM, it's about what do you do with it? What do you do with that knowledge that you gain from your classroom or wherever you, you know, get it from? How can you apply this in your career? And this is what Adrian Rhodes is very much about. You see, he's the director of the Inspiring the Future Australia campaign, and they are an amazingly cool group that is all about giving students a real chance to be involved and inspired and motivated by volunteers from a whole bunch of occupations and industries from all different levels to really get into careers, and they're very much involved in STEM too. See, Adrian actually has 48 years of experience in education and community development, cross-sector partnerships and all that sort of thing, and has a vast experience when it comes to getting kids, high school kids specifically, into getting into really understanding that STEM is important and something they've got to get into. And today's chat is actually hearing about where this all came from and how you might be able to get yourself involved. Like, how can you get your own classes involved? And it's really important. Now, by the way, you totally can get involved very, very soon. You see, we're actually working with Inspiring the Future Australia. We actually are coming June 16, that's June 16, 2020, you can get involved with the free online programs that we're running with them in collaboration where you can actually hear about Mass Made Real, Engineering Without Fear, and Where Can STEM Take You? These are free online programs and you can totally sign up if you jump on the physics website. So just go into physeducation.com.au, type in Inspiring STEM, and you will find that program and you have to sign it up. So whilst that sounds like a bit of an ad, I can tell you now it's free and it's 100% supported in collaboration with Inspiring the Future Australia. And we're really, really proud to be involved with it. But anyway, you're here to hear about Adrian Rose, hear about where he's, where he's come from, where he's going, and more importantly, how you can go along with him with your students. So uh, let's get right into it. This is the Physics Ed Podcast. We're all about science, ed tech, and more. To see 100 fun free experiments you can do with your class, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. And click 100 free experiments. <laughs> right. Uh, look, I'm, I'm the uh, director of Inspiring the Future Australia. Um, it's an initiative that our not-for-profit organisation I work for called Schools Industry Partnership uh, instigated uh, about three years ago in Australia. <clears throat> and it's modelled on a, a very successful uh, program that was launched in the UK um, about 10 years ago called Inspiring the Future there as well. Um, we saw the amazing things that are happening over there in the UK um, in this space of connecting young people to people from the world of work to inspire them to expand their career options. Um, and they did a lot, they're a research organisation and they did a lot of research in this space. Um, and they, um, among all their research, one of the most profound things they discovered, well, it's pretty obvious to most of us, but they did prove uh, through their research, um, thousands and thousands of young people, that uh, young people who have four or more connections with people from the workplace while they were at school are five times less likely to be unemployed or not in education in their early 20s. 
Now, of course, that uh, shows the correlation, but not the causation. But um, it instigated a program, a platform they developed to increase those connections, the number of connections that young people have with people from the workforce. It's one thing to, um, you know, to see a video or about a, a workplace or volunteers um, or, or someone talking. Um, but when you meet them face to face, um, it's like they can hear from the horse's mouth. The young people can hear and ask questions about the career options that these people have followed. And it's not just what they do now. Um, these young people need to hear that career journeys uh, are not linear. There's <laughs> uh, a lot of people some people can obviously think that, you know, you start here and you end up there and that's what you're going to be for the rest of your life. When they hear stories from people in the workplace who have walked those journeys uh, to where they are now, it's amazing uh, to see how they have to be resilient. They have to overcome obstacles. They take opportunities when they arise. Things that are not even existing when they start out have to be captured and and um, and utilised. And so these young people hear these stories, and it gives them a tremendous, um, I should say, a, a launching pad, I guess, to 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 and confidence to go into the future. And uh, yeah. So so any yep. Yeah, I was just thinking just then, yeah. just the um the of that image that gets shared around a lot with um, how I got here. I think it's going to go like this. It's just a simple, uh, nice parabola of, you know, we just not parabola so much. It's an increasing journey onto our way to the future. In reality, and then they show this actual line gun in reality. And it's just, I know there's a person yes. swinging across a, a creek of sharks and spikes and it. things being thrown at them. A good image. Yeah, it's very yeah, much the case. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, so the need is pretty evident. I mean, it doesn't have to, the research didn't have to prove that. Um, we know that there are many school students today, <coughs> particularly um, who are unaware of all the exciting career options and pathways that are possible and available to them. And often that's due to limited information um, uh, and, and, and also, also due to a large extent to gender and cultural stereotyping, socioeconomic stereotyping, and um, limited access to mentors uh, who are positive workplace role models. Now, this is especially true for young people growing up in jobless families who just don't have access to a variety of models or, or career, uh, career model role models. Um, for example, in Western Sydney, um, there are 40,700 young people growing up with, um, in jobless families. That's an amazing figure and in other areas, I'm sure that it also exists. And, and they just experience so much social disadvantage in that way, not having access to, uh, to see options that are available to them. And there are also thousands of young people, as we all know, struggling in school and failing to see the relevance of their education. <laughs> For example, you know, the teachers are teaching trigonometry. Well, you know, sir, what's the use of, of learning this subject? How, what's gonna, how's it gonna help me? So with Inspiring the Future, as the platform, and I'll talk a bit more about Inspiring the Future in a minute, um, that these young kids, these teachers can access um, an engineer or, or even a carpenter and bring them in to the school and talk about how those subjects they're studying are actually applied in the workforce. Oh, straight up. And, I mean, I'm just thinking right now, I mean, I've done some time as a trade, not quite a tradesperson. I can tell you now, I was, the, I was the guy off the side just doing what I was told. <laughs> I, was a, right, I can tell yeah. you now, anyone listening in, Pythagoras' theorem is 100% needed when you need to build something <laughs> right up. It's going to happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's just an example. But, you know, it, it, it does bring learning to life. 
when they meet someone and they hear the stories and they interact with them, um, it does make the, the, the light bulb moment goes on, you know, and the kids say, wow, I, I never knew about that. I, I, now I understand. Now I'm more motivated to study. Uh, now I want to know what, what subjects I need to study in, when I go to year 11, 12 or whatever, or university. And we all know that there's a lot of kids dropping out of school early and also drop, kids dropping out of uni and dropping out of apprenticeships. Yeah. And we can't say this is the only reason, but I'm sure a major reason is that they didn't really understand what they were getting into when they made those decisions. And uh, when the young year 10 students have to make decisions about their subject choices for, for their HSC, uh, they often make it with limited information. And so the more information they can get in those early years, uh, the more informed they're going to make, the, the, the better decision they're going to make, that more, probably more aligned to their, their potential and what they really like. They can follow their passion or discover their passion and then they can follow it. And that, in, that uh, creates um, motivated young people. Absolutely. So, so, yeah. I mean, so, so you started this, like, well, obviously this was built out of the UK, but so three years ago, Inspiring the Futures Australia starts up with well, obviously a serious vision. From, yeah, for everything, we saw it happening in the UK. We said it has to happen here. In the UK, they've got now I think about 58,000 volunteers registered on an online free platform that I think 14,000 teachers are registered and they're accessing those volunteers for free. And they invite them into their school uh, to talk about their job, their career, or help them with mock interviews or just give demonstrations of what they do in a, in a science class or something like that. So it's, 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 it's absolutely amazing. And it's no wonder that people from all over the world have flocked to the, but gone to see it happening in the UK and saying, you know, and uh, we were one of them. <laughs> uh, my CEO, Ian Palmer, um, who's been in this space for many years, as I have, uh, he saw this happening there and he went over to the UK and negotiated a license. We're a not-for-profit, they're a not-for-profit. And uh, so we, we, we are able to use their, um, their branding, basically, and, and rebrand it for Australia. We're the sole, you know, provider of this program in Australia. Um, different demographics in the UK, uh, much tighter communities. Um, but um, here we've got a very diverse sort of, we've got rural, regional, quite remote uh, distance uh, is a major issue there. But still, we launched it and we've now got over, not nearly the UK, but um, they started from the top down from the government and they use a lot of business connections. Uh, we started from the bottom up <laughs> uh, with only our, we couldn't get any funding from the federal government. We couldn't get funding from major corporates we approached uh, to try and fund this. They couldn't see that vision of it working, uh, they told us. So we decided to fund it ourselves and our organisation spent over a quarter of a million dollars of our own funds just launching this program in faith, believing that it was needed. Uh, we've, we've been in, in Skills Industry Partnership has worked for 20 years in this space, uh, building connections between schools, business and community um, with government funded programs. But this one we started on our own and uh, we have now proved it's working. We have over about 900 volunteers registered uh, nationally. Uh, most of those are Western Sydney focused, um, but not all. Um, We've also got a. We've also got about eight hundred teach, seven hundred teachers signed up as well. Um, and what it is, it's basically a website, uh, Ben. Um, it's a it's a campaign and it's a website. So the um, 
what teachers do, they sign up for online for free uh, on our website, inspiringthefuture.org.au. They sign up for free and they search for uh, the registered volunteers who um, fit their needs. So they go through a series of filters based on what the volunteers have already, the information the volunteers have, have provided on their profile and they can filter it down to a short list. They can add, they can ask one, two, they can ask 20 if they want of these volunteers to come to their event um, or to help them in other ways. And of course, with COVID-19 at the moment, uh, with all the social distancing and restrictions on schools, um, we're encouraging teachers to use the volunteers on the database as virtual visitors, um, be able to um, invite them that way. They've always had that option, but it's never been taken up <laughs> until the need <laughs> at the moment has been, has come to the front. And so, yes, it's been a, but um, we do have about 500 of those volunteers are actually willing to be virtual visitors. But as I said, now they're starting to be used uh, more. And we, we've also now developed a, 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 on our platform, we have developed, uh, we just about to launch our own webinar uh, feature, which teachers can directly invite the volunteers and it'll go straight into the, under the webinar registration and they can, uh, there's fourth classes of people, you know, like the, mo the moderator teacher, uh, the presenter one, presenter two and students. And so they can um, use that to run their own webinars and we're encouraging them to do that. That's really so, cool. Yeah, so that's how it works. It's a matching system, it's all free and it will always be free uh, for teachers. And it's a resource. They can supplement their, supplement their own database of local connections. I mean, we're not, this is not the first time teachers have invited people into their school. A lot of schools do that, often using their parent networks. Um, but this is just, this is a supplement. Um, they can use, look at our database and they can search for the volunteers they want. When they send the invite, it's, uh, they don't see the, con the contact details of the volunteer. Uh, and the volunteers don't see the contact details of the teacher. Uh, so it's secure. They only see the profile. So they send the invitation through our portal, uh, but it looks like it's going from email to email, basically. Um, so the volunteer gets the, the invitation and they've got three options, little boxes at the bottom. They can accept, decline or ask for more information. So, um, and then the dialogue goes, and if they want to exchange email addresses and telephone numbers, they're welcome to, but uh, we've, we've made that commitment, uh, that confidentiality commitment to everyone, that it is a, a secure website. And um, so when they teach, when the volunteer accepts an invitation, um, they come to the school or connect virtually or whatever, and the event happens. And once the event happens in an automatic, um, they both receive volunteer and teacher, uh, receive a automated uh, feedback form and we can monitor that from the back end as well. So, so out of the 900 odd volunteers, I mean, I imagine it's very diverse. I mean, where are these people coming from? How do they find you? Oh, look, we sent out, an when we began, we sent out an invitation to, we purchased a database of 1,000 professional associations, industry associations, um, thinking that um, if we send it to them and invite them to send it to all their members, um, then that would um, multiply the numbers of volunteers available across a range of sectors. Um, we didn't get this, this big take up of that, but we, we did get a fairly good take up. Yeah. But we've got, you know, look, from, a, from, a, from CEOs through to, um, to apprentices, I mean, the, 
everyone's we've got a huge range of people it's amazing people self-employed people all sorts of um, professions occupations um, backgrounds and um, teachers and just look at the, the short list and then they can hit a button to say look see more about this person um, they can read more and if they want to know more they could even send them an invite yeah, yeah. <laughs> ask for more information if they want um, we're also now um, putting putting up a grading system on the volunteers so they can see how people have rated these volunteers in the past so that's trying to maintain the quality there so that teachers have some idea but basically it's um we we also run demonstration events on um to show teachers how they can use these volunteers to run simple events in their school now to some people this is just kindergarten you know some teachers are so used to running careers events but not at all um, so there are six popular activities um, that we um, we've identified and we've prevent we provided um, a step-by-step -step guide for the teachers and it's on our website they can access that for free like you know inviting volunteers for get formal guest speaking or informal guest speaking which is like speed career networking where the uh, volunteers rotate around tables of groups of sm small groups of young people or students and when a bell goes <clears throat> they move to the next table and then the kids ask questions we give the the questions that kids could ask to the teachers as well so they can share it with the kids and the kids can ask intelligent questions or ask their own and there's inter interchange going on interaction between the volunteer and the young people more depth and then they can rotate around so that's we've got the instructions there how to run that um, the most exciting thing that people everyone really loves is our primary school activity <laughs> called what's my line um, that's um, called under primary futures which is like a sub campaign the what's my line activity is a bit like a celebrity hits <laughs> competition right. we the, the teacher brings in volunteers from six different occupations for example they sit on a chair on a stage with a big number one two three four five or six up in front of them they're just wearing normal city clothes no one knows what they really do or what they are and the kids are all the teacher or the principal could be the facilitator and the kids are all on the floor in a big hall you could imagine on the stage the volunteers are up there and the kids ask yes no questions you know they're not allowed to say are you a doctor they've got to yes. try and guess what the career is yeah. <laughs> you know do you work with people do you have, do you have a truck do you wear a uniform etc and they say yes no maybe sometimes you know like that so then they all go off stage and the teacher gets a whiteboard and gets it up there and says okay now who do you think number one was number two and what they did you know and then in the meantime, they're all off stage getting their uniforms on <laughs> or putting a prop, coming out with a prop. <laughs> and they come back on one by one. And the teacher calls out to the, says to them, look, um, um, we all thought you were a this, you know? And then the teacher says, one, two, three. And all the kids shout together, what's your line? <laughs> That's okay. So, yeah, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, and absolutely. It reminds me like the mystery Skype programs um, <laughs> that people do. I, mean, I know a good friend, there's a great teacher down in Victoria, um, Anne Murchison, if you're listening, I know, I know you. <laughs> I know you do this. Um, uh, she, she gets up at three in the morning and kids are trying to guess, firstly, where is she from and what does she do? And this hey. is like taking it to a level in the hall because... This is so simple. It's so simple to do. And it doesn't cost anything <laughs> getting the volunteers in. And um, it particularly works well, Ben, when you get, when you choose volunteers that will challenge their thinking, uh, oh, their yeah. stereotypes, the stereotyping. Because mm -hmm. um, evidence is, it's been proven beyond a doubt that 
gender stereotyping and cultural stereotyping, socioeconomic stereotyping, all begins in those very early primary years. That's where they get, and, and there's some amazing video on our website called um, Redraw the Balance, um, which says that, in, in a, which is just with watching it, it's amazing. It's had millions and millions of hits on YouTube. But because of it, it's, it really challenges, it really proves that these stereotypes start in those early years. So that's why Primary Futures is great. We had, um, when we did some demonstration events of these to show it how, when we launched it in Australia, in a primary school in Western Sydney, or two of them, um, we we got a female firefighter, <laughs> yep. and we found a um, we had a um, uh, a female carpenter. She had pink work boots <laughs> with her nail gun <laughs> on her side when she came out, and we also had a man there who was a, um, a black African uh, appearance. He was African, and they all thought he was a rapper or a basketball player. <laughs> Oh dear, dear. Oh, yeah, oh, you know what you mean. <laughs> and it comes on, he's a psychiatric nurse and the, and the pee and health. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. The kids will never forget. Absolutely. Never forget. And oh, you mean, I can, you mean I can be a nurse and I'm a male? <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, actually, if you're listening on in here, obviously, you really should do this. This is a really good thing. I mean, I, the, I mean one of the activities I always ran when I used to be a high school teacher, you have um, uh, the year sevens would walk in. I go, right, I draw me a scientist. Just draw me a thing. I challenge you, <laughs> you to do and, and off they go. And <laughs> guarantee it's a crazy old white guy, always a white guy with curly cray. Hey, here's the thing, though. I must say, apparently, I mean, I haven't run this one in a few years now, but apparently that stereotype is dropping off purely because of the work of the people who are listening into this podcast in the first place. You've got to be <laughs> dropping down. And this, this, uh, yeah. this, 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 uh, mind you, when you say that, his line, I did think about whose line is it anyway, that drink, <laughs> the drink fairy <laughs> thing, but I, mean, I think there's a really, really cool program to do. So on, 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 our video, on our website, um, mm -hmm. under primary futures, uh, yeah. as a subcategory, there are videos of the, of some events we ran in West, in Southwest Sydney out at, um, the Rowland public school. Yeah. And it was on a remote private primary school out there. And um, you can see the whole thing, step-by-step. Step. There's some short videos and there's some step-by-steps. You can see it all working. So if teachers are looking at it, go and look at it. So simple to do, easy to do. So one of the things that you've been, I mean, obviously, I mean, this is, you know, all sorts of careers, but 100% this STEM thing is not going to go away anytime soon. And no, some of the events that you've put on have been amazingly cool and, and not over the top, but at the same point, to a kid who's never been to one of those events, I mean, that have to open their eyes. I mean, I'm thinking of the mm -hmm. one that you did at Blacktown RSL late last yeah. year. It was amazing. Yep. Girls Tech Day. Oh, yeah. Mm. It was really Yeah, that, 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 um, that was um, courtesy of AWS, uh, Amazon Web Services, who um, one of their volunteers, uh, one of their Sydney managers was actually a volunteer and, um, and, told, and mentioned us to their international um, community outreach uh, division um, and so they're really keen to get the um, message into the community that that uh, STEM is cool for girls particularly um, high tech uh, oh, and the thing is though right now there is so much opportunity you name me a company that doesn't want to have you know to get equal agenda balance 100% I mean it's, it's straight up a thing it's, it's not just it's not just a passing thing this is straight up mm -hmm. everyone knows that it actually improves everyone's output everyone's abilities da, 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 da. Yeah. Like it's, it's such an important thing to do and it's not just in the corporate sector it's the government sector and the nonprofits as well it, it, there are so many opportunities yes. there's scholarships there's i mean they just gotta know it's there 
Absolutely, absolutely. So we, um, so yes, Girls STEM Day, um, Girls Tech Day, um, is an internationally well, AWS Amazon Web Services uh, run these in America, and this was the first time they ran it in Australia, and they used Inspiring the Future as their uh, facilitator. So we found um, we found a number of uh, providers from educational institutions to come out and run hands-on activities for young girls, primary and secondary. We had about 500, 250 primary, 250 secondary, and um, physics education was one of the presenters. Yeah, yeah we, we did do that play. We were shoved in the corner somewhere, let's be honest. But it was good fun though. <laughs> now you, look, you, know, you looked after us really well. We did some robotics and some electronics. And the, uh, yeah. I know that um, Quill and Stephanie, when they ran it, they came back buzzing. They said that it was a great time. Yeah, so that was a very tight sort of, space we had at the Blacktown RSL. No, nah, it was a perfectly <laughs> good space. I was just giving okay. a ribbon. No, no, it, was a it was an awesome yeah. spot. Um, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the, I mean, we do know that the kids didn't just arrive is because they clearly, they, it wasn't just, you know, when you had, sometimes you had those excursions where the kids just looked like they're just being forced to go there because cause they, their teachers oh, made them. Oh, they were so excited. They were the really video, into it. There's a video up there on our news. If you look at news, <laughs> um, uh, latest news, you'll see the Girls Tech Day video there. Um, also, just snippets of the thing. But um, yeah, so Amazon uh, funded that and um, made it possible. Um, and uh, we also had tremendous feedback from all sectors involved, presenters, and students, and teachers that came. And we we're planning to do an even bigger one this year in November uh, before COVID 19 hit us. Uh, and we were hoping to get up to 2,000 young people coming through with a much bigger space. Uh, Amazon liked to work in Blacktown and Southwest Sydney. They seem to prefer those areas, uh, obviously low socioeconomic areas. Um, but um, so we were going to run it at the Blacktown Sports Club. It's been booked, but um, it doesn't look like at this stage it will be a face-to-face -face activity, which will be a challenge because AWS globally are looking at how we can do that virtually um, and still have as, um, still make it possible to some extent for young kids to do hands-on uh, or interact with the, with the, with the um, presenters. So um, we're looking at doing that at the moment, looking at exploring ways to make that happen. But uh, if it does become a hands-on face-to-face, if the thing, if the situation changes, exciting, but um, in the future, definitely, we're going to be doing it again and again. Absolutely. And in the meantime, though, I mean, what, I mean I've got a funny feeling, though, you will in November, you'll have a virtual event in some way, shape or form. Because, you know, you've now got, you've got this momentum just building now for this. this yeah, it's tremendous. Organisations are keen to be involved already. I've been researching and finding people already keen to, to tap into that in some way. And it's a challenge for us all how to make it interesting for the kids. Can I just say, Ben, that I encourage teachers to sign up for free on our website and explore some of the volunteers? Please do. Go for it. Yep. Yeah. And also volunteers. If you're a whatever sector, whatever job you do, STEM or not STEM, um, you've got a story that young people would, you could change a young person's life. Um, it's amazing. Yeah? And perhaps only one hour a year could be even needed. Uh, you can, don't have to accept every invitation. But um, please sign up as a volunteer or spread the word, tell others about it. Uh, we get, we, we're looking to, to, we want to greatly multiply the amount of volunteers available, particularly in Western Sydney, uh, where there's a great need. We need to triple our number of volunteers available there. By the way, when a volunteer signs up, you actually specify which region you're willing to travel to. So it, you can do that. You can do 
wherever you're working or wherever you live. So please, um, yeah, sign up, teachers, sign up, volunteers, and make connections. Absolutely. And inspire and the, the way, future for your students. <laughs> and can I just say too, if you're listening in and you're outside of Western Sydney or frankly New South Wales or even the country, there is no reason because we've got this global ability to yep. connect by virtual. Virtual visiting. Totally do this. So if you're listening to this in Japan or you know, somewhere reasonable time zone to Australia, this could be very interesting to a student, especially if you're an expat from Australia. And obviously, if you're, you know, if you're from a different um, nationality, obviously, you know, you know, please share what you've gotten up to. But so I know that kids will often wonder, how on earth did you get to be working for this place on an Absolutely. overseas thing? And that would be very interesting for them, to, especially if you're still Absolutely. doing that right now. Absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. Look, yeah. thank, thank you very much, Adrian, for popping on this podcast. I know you've no been, let's be honest, <laughs> for quite flat out. I mean, so again, the website again, uh, Adrian, say it again so people know exactly where to go. www.inspiringthefuture, all one word, dot com, uh, dot org, dot au. So inspiringthefuture.org.au. dot au. Awesome. And as usual, and, and make sure you put the AU in because you'll go to England if you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And we always want to go to England at some point, but you want to go to .au as well if you're going to be able to help Adrian the team out. Look, now, well done. And, uh, and hats off to yourself and Ian for putting this together. It's a really good program. And it's three years young. Um, and it's, so it's going to keep on growing and growing and growing, undoubtedly. And teacher, seriously, if you've sort of been wondering how on earth, you know, you've always wanted to have someone pop out to your school. I mean, once, once we get this COVID thing out of the way, um, yes. th this is a thing that it's not always the parent base. There are so many different ways you can do this. Absolutely. And this will really, because this is a science, this is a STEM podcast, reaching those people, uh, sometimes can be a challenge. And this is another, a way to break down those barriers. And I really like the idea of um, breaking down the stereotypes because that is a, mm. it's an important thing. It's really cool. Look, yep. Well done, and uh, look, have a fantastic day. No doubt we're probably yeah. going to chat in the next week or so. But, um, <laughs> Thanks uh, a lot, Ben. Until then, have a fantastic day. Uh, great to have you on the yeah, show. And you do a great job, Ben, and your team. Absolutely brilliant. And um, I wish you all the best. Mate, much appreciated. Thank you. We hope you've been enjoying the Physics Ed podcast. We love making science make sense. Why don't you book us for a science show or workshop in your school? If you're outside of Australia, you can connect with us via a virtual excursion. See our website for more. Well, there we go. We just heard from Adrian Rhodes. You can really tell loves what he does. He really does. And more importantly, you can get involved too. So here's a challenge. Why not consider volunteering if you're not in the school sector? Or if you're in the school sector, look about how we can maybe reach out to the Inspiring the Future Australia's campaign and find out how to link your students to these volunteers and you know really hear the career pathways. How did these people get involved in what they do now in the way they got there in the first place. It's so important and they just might get, especially considering this is a science podcast, if you're connecting with scientists, those engineers, those technologists, whatever it is that they do, find out, you know, how do they actually do this in a way, maybe find out the way they think. It could be really, really powerful for your students and I really recommend it. Hey, guess what? It's the end of yet another episode, but as usual, we've got more stuff coming up. You've been listening to me, Ben Newsom, and I really do enjoy having these chats with you, and we'll catch you another time. You've been listening to another Physics Ed podcast. We're excited about science. Subscribe to us on iTunes to download the next episode as soon as it's released. And don't forget, for hundreds of ideas, free experiments, our new Be Amazing book, and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. 
This podcast is part of the Australian Educators Online Network. AEON.net.au